Welcome to Week 15 Podcast. Here, fantasy football season is now. We aren't just trying to make the playoffs, we're here to win them. Good morning, Week 15 listeners. Hope you guys are having an awesome week so far. Uh, we're going to get right into it. We're going to start with the wins, because that's what we like to do. Tyler, give me a win. Yeah, so I coach a, uh, I help coach a varsity football team here at the high school that I coach at. We got a big victory this past Friday night. Um, I actually coached the defensive lineman. I know that may surprise some of you, um, but my guys made a big difference in the game. My two defensive ends each had uh, two interceptions apiece. One of them was returned for a touchdown. Really, really good group of guys. Um, head coach Josh Edwards just said they're a good group. I just need somebody with some fire and some passion that's going to get them fired up. So uh, they're a lot of fun to coach. And, you know, whenever your guys make an impact on the game, you're super stoked. So. That's my win for the week. Go comments. Got uh, Delphi this week, Johnny. Nice, dude. How many how many different position groups have you coached like in your life? Have you got them all yet? I have never coached quarterbacks. Ah, it's the hardest one to coach. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I was keeping. I was checking on the updates on the score because it was close there for a minute. Yeah, and then I didn't get an update for like ever. And then somebody posted like it's still the third quarter, and I was like. <laughs> It was the third quarter like 40 minutes ago. Yeah, there was probably 30 accepted penalties in the game. Wow. That's it, a lot. And it, and that makes it sound like a sloppy, more a sloppy team, but it, that's just not the case. It was just one of those nights where the officials were taking too much control. Yeah, a little, a little bit too much. And it's still early for them too, so sure. I don't want to knock them too hard. What's your win, Johnny? Sure. My win was uh, this weekend. Uh, we had a family reunion on my wife's side. Um, my fun fact is going to do a little bit with this later. But, uh, yeah, her family's out in Oklahoma, and they came in, and they're just really awesome people. And so it was cool to to hang out with them. Uh, the boys were kind of a hoot um, over at my in-law's house this weekend when we did all that. When are they not a hoot, Johnny? Dude, my favorite Roman quote. Did you see that yesterday? I saw it. I saw we, it. we were playing Cornell. Me and Roman were just playing Cornell at the family reunion. And he's just like, we're just throwing bags, you know. And he just looks at me and goes, you know what they say. And then just walks on and didn't follow up or anything. Just <laughs> what is it, Roman? <laughs> I was like, what do they say? And about what? <laughs> it was just like, he just looked at me with just like, it's, you know what they say. You know what and they say about walked, cornhole. And just walked away. <laughs> I was like, wow, man, just rent free in my head now. Just He got in there. But no, it, it was fun to hang out with them and see them. And uh, they're just kind of a cool, cool bunch of people. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about why they're cool here in a little bit my fun fact but yeah man good weekend good weekend for sure are you a fan of unique handcrafted treasures look no further than our own woodworking and collectibles business at the studio at benchtop designs we specialize in creating exquisite woodworking pieces and have found collectibles that will captivate your imagination each item is meticulously crafted with a passion and attention to detail, making them truly one of a kind. From stunning wooden furniture to custom-made pieces, our collection showcases the beauty of available materials and the artistry through craftsmanship. Whether you're looking to add a touch of elegance to your home or searching for the perfect gift, our woodworking and collectibles are sure to impress. Visit our website at www.benchtopdesigns.studio and visit our inspiration gallery to explore our wide selection of handcrafted treasures from our family of satisfied clients. The studio at Benchtop Designs, where craftsmanship meets artistry. 
All right, today's episode is going to be a fun one. Uh, we're going to do a little draft recap from League One last night. Uh, League One for the Week 15 podcast, first ever Week 15 podcast, Fantasy Football League. We drafted. Um, it went well. I promise it was random. I promise. I said it to where it like randomizes the draft order an hour before the draft. Your boy here got the number one pick. I'm hyped about it. If you listened to last week's episode, you already know who I picked. Tyler knew who I was going to pick. I he said it in the I group put chat. It in the chat. People were people were amazed. Somebody said, "Wow." Yeah, I said, "Let's ride, baby." <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we're going to do a little bit of draft recap. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about a preseason summary. Um, from my perspective, preseason is the season of QB twos and their opportunity to solidify their job. Some guys did, some guys did. Um, as far as fantasy implications, I don't think there's a lot to learn from from uh, preseason. Maybe that's, a couple skill be, guys. That's going to be my there my go. talking point. There so. you go. There you go. Um, and then we're going to kind of finish with our our last words before your draft. Um, you're going to have. If you haven't already had your drafts, you got like eight days <laughs> or seven days from the time this podcast launches uh, to get your draft in, to join a league, to get in a draft, whatever it is you might be. So we got some final words for that. Um, but yeah, Tyler, give me your overall feelings on last night's draft and just the teams you've got so far. Yeah, I drafted out of the 11 spot. Um, not the ideal draft spot for me, but man, I, I really like the way that my team shaped up. I got I got Andrews. You know he's I've been talking about him. He's um, he's my dude. I think he's going to have an absolutely phenomenal year. The um, Ravens went out and they got pass catchers to take some attention away from Mark Andrews, and I, I just think he's he's going to thrive this year. If you look last year before he got injured and Lamar got injured, um, he was on pace to be the tight end one, even over Travis Kelsey. So I'm super stoked. Uh, I got Prescott just super duper late. And I, I felt like that was a win. I, my team is super balanced, and I think that I had to do that from the 11. It's a 12-teamer with 16 players. So, I mean, 192 positions were drafted. So it's one of my deeper leagues. But, man, it, it was a lot of fun because in those last few rounds, you're just taking shots. Yeah, for sure. And I, I love that. I love that. Trying to find those diamonds in the rough. Yeah, I mean, I took Devin Singletary, who we talked about. in a He was on. My, he was in my queue. In a previous episode. My like, I just think that he is going to be somebody that gets work. And bye weeks come around. He might be a guy I throw in there, or you know, if, sure. if I'm right about Damian Pierce, he might be the guy. Yeah, um, it was funny. We were texting back and forth through the draft, like I know who you're going to pick next. I know who you're going to pick yeah. next because um, we've been doing this together for since May. Yeah, you know, um, and uh, yeah, you know, when I look at my draft, I couldn't have been happier to get the number one pick because I, I do, I do think Jamar Chase, um, long term, is a league winner. Uh, Obviously, every he's getting drafted in the first round of every single draft. Um, but when I was looking at you know him and Justin Jefferson and Christian McCaffrey, um, when I look at the playoffs, the reason that we made this podcast was because of weeks 15, 16, 17. And I was hoping that I would get a chance in at least one of my leagues to put my money where my mouth is. Um, and, and that's, you know, Jamar Chase in the playoffs looks phenomenal, especially in week 15. He's playing against the Vikings, who have a rough pass defense at home in Cincinnati. Uh, I wanted to go in all on Jamar Chase in at least one of my leagues. And to say I went all in on Jamar Chase would be an understatement. Um, I could not believe how lucky I got to get the number one pick. And then 
knowing I wasn't going to be able to pick until pick 24, Jonathan Taylor was still there. Yeah. And I think the uncertainty around Jonathan Taylor is why he fell so far. But I, I don't think he – I'm betting on the fact that he will play. He's not going to sit out is what I'm, I'm betting on. Um, and so if he plays for the Colts with Shane Steichen, that's what the plan was, right? Like a, run, a running coach comes in and he's going to roll with Jonathan Taylor, um, a great running back. And then if he gets traded to the Dolphins, which seems like the most likely destination at this point, um, he's got a, a dynamic offense that's going to get him in the red zone a whole bunch of times. Um, I almost think Miami's a better fit for Jonathan Taylor. So the fact that he was still there at pick 24, I couldn't believe it. DK Metcalf was my 11th overall wide receiver. And so I got him with the 25th pick. Uh, I was like over the moon happy. Yeah, I texted Tyler and said, dude, I'm going to break a rule. And uh, <laughs> I texted you. I said, don't do it. I did it anyways. Uh, uh, our rule is that in the first five rounds, do not take both a quarterback and a tight end. Don't do it. You can take one, but don't take both. Um, and just when I got to my next picks, again, you're looking at the last pick of the fourth round, the first pick of the fifth round. Um, TJ Hawkinson was still available. He was my tight end three. And uh, Joe Burrow was still available to stack with Jamar Chase. Yep. I have T. Higgins in our other league. I was thinking about that too. And, um, you know, I was like looking at my running back queue, and there was still a handful of guys that I liked that I thought, you know, it would kind of be a reach for them right now at four at, at picks four and five rounds four and five, and that they might still be there in round six and seven. So, so you, you played the ADP game. Yep, I played the ADP game, and I, I gambled a little bit, um, thinking uh, there was three guys that I really wanted, and uh, my thought was if I can get two of those three guys um, with pick six seven again, last pick of the sixth, first pick of the seventh. I'll win this draft. And uh, so I went I went for it. I took TJ Hawkinson in the fourth round, last pick of the fourth round, quarterback Joe Burrow at the beginning of the fifth, which I believe I've said on the podcast too, if Joe Burrow is available in the fifth round, I'm going to take him. Um, so the fact that I got Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow and a top three tight end, uh, I was I was in and I was just hoping that those guys fell and sure enough they did. Sure yep, enough they did. You got two of your three guys. Yep. My, th those three guys um, were Dalvin Cook, uh, Khalil Herbert, and DeAndre Swift. Um, and so again, you're talking six, seventh. I know you got worries about DeAndre Swift. You said that he might be a bust. I got him in the seventh round. I feel like seventh he didn't round cost you that much. Yeah, he, he's the starting quarterback for the Eagles offense right. that I believe in. Right. I got Rashad Penny two rounds later as kind of an insurance package. Um, I was pumped. I was pumped about it. I ended up getting Gabe Davis. Can uh, did I get? Uh, I drafted Rasheed Rice. Yes. Uh, which we talked about in uh, the very first episode. I said I'll be grabbing him if he's there in the last round. I'll be grabbing him. I actually got him in uh, the second to last round. And then Nicole Hardman, who I think is going to be an asset for Aaron Rodgers, was available in the last round. So um, my backup quarterback, Brock Purdy. We have mentioned him. Yeah, playoff guy, you know. Um, so, yeah, dude, I, I was over the moon about our draft. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll say it so you don't have to say it. But, like, there was there, on ESPN, they rank your teams based on the draft. And your boy was number one. But I had the number one pick, so I'm not even going to toot that too bad. My boy here, he got fifth, right? Fifth. With the 11th pick, had the fifth highest rated uh, draft draft team. Um, pretty pumped about that, too. So, guys, it's going to be tough to get us in League One. Yeah, we actually had another draft this past weekend. Um, on Sunday, 
the Lombardi League, which was started in what year? I don't know. This is like my dad's 35th year, though. So. 35th year as commissioner of the league, right? No, he hasn't he's been, just been in the he's league. For, but yeah, he's been in the league since he was 18. For those of you that are keeping track at home, Tyler and I are not 35. We are younger than that. <laughs> he's been, close, he's been doing this since before I was even in the picture. Yeah, which is crazy. Crazy to me. But, no, it's, it's an honor to be a part of this league. Um, you know, we've talked about group messages in the past. It just so happened that uh, I got left out of this one that was planning the draft. And no hate. No hate at all. Um, but, yeah, it was funny because last, what, Friday? Yeah. Whenever last time we hung out, you were like, all right, you ready for the draft this week? And I was like, what draft, bro? <laughs> what draft are we talking about? Um, and I had planned a small group. I'm part of a small group, um, that meets and we were going to meet on the last Sunday of every month and we were meeting this Sunday and I absolutely would have said, no, I cannot do the draft at that time. Um, it's not how it worked out and it's okay, you know, because I had my wingman that was going to be at the draft. So as far as backup plans go, you know, if you have to miss a draft, Better have a good reason. <laughs> I felt like our small group getting together was a really good reason. I leave that small group, and so I was definitely not going to miss that. Um, and also make sure you got somebody that you trust that you know is going to, uh, you know, make good decisions on your behalf. I gave you like explicit instructions. Yep, I, I had everything lined up because this this league's a fun one. There's there's a free agency salary cap involved. It's a nine. You keep nine players in this league, um, and then there's a draft, and so. I gave you all the instructions for free agency. I gave you all the instructions for like my my big board. But this freaking guy uh, texted me like right when it started. He's like, I put all your money on Kirk Cousins. He's and, your guy, man. I got, and, I got you and Kirk it's Cousins. Like, you know I like Kirk Cousins, and but you also know I would have drafted him like late. I wasn't about to spend free agency money. And so I'm like actually talking and speaking in my small group. I'm leading it, and I get a text. And like in between breaths, I kind of glance down, and all I see is put all your money on Kirk Cousins. I thought that was not what my explicit instruction <laughs> said to do, T Tyler. I was like, "Come on, dog!" And uh, um, so you know, I, it threw me. But I, fi I finished. I finished doing my thing, and then I checked later, and he sent me a screenshot. He did not. He did not. Do I that. did not. I got you T against which I was happy about for ten dollars. Yeah, I was happy about that, and then I was able to draft. Uh, what were the What were the comments when I took Khalil Herbert with my first pick? It was people were shocked. Shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I might have been able to get him with my second, but I felt the same thing about Aaron Rodgers. I think you, I think Herbert may have slipped back to you, but you have to take a shot. Yeah, because well, you just never know. both both guys that I wanted, I, I I was like, if I can get both these guys, I'll be happy. I really wanted Cooper Cup. I had the third pick, but I was kind of surprised he didn't make it. Um, but I wasn't though. I mean, he, he it made sense. So yeah, you know. But when I look at that team though. I'm 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 pumped about it. Yep. It's stacked. It's a, it's a one and done year. Like like next year, it's I won't be able to keep this team again. Yep. Um, you shot your shot. I shot my shot. I'm going for it all. Going for the trophy this year for sure. For sure. How did you feel about how your team did? Uh, I I think I did really well. Uh, I started with Bijan. Obviously, he's going to be a foundational piece. And then I came back and got Alexander Madison, another starting running back to just kind of bolster up my team. I, I, I feel like I did an absolutely phenomenal job. Got to keep Tyreek. So that was that was a huge win yeah, for you. Yeah, So We I, talked about a, a trade with him in one of our other episodes, but it kind of the, the salary cap piece didn't actually work out the way we thought it was going to um, when we uh, 
when we did it on air, but we were gentlemen about it. We, we were said, gentlemen. You know, yeah, there was no bad blood whatsoever. It didn't. It didn't work. So yeah, I am actually rolling with Anthony Richardson and Jordan Love in that league, though, Johnny. Can I just get your rapid reaction to that? Yeah, I'm still way out on Anthony Richardson, which is hard <laughs> for me because I'm a Colts fan and I played the optimistic game, and I, I I hope that someday he can get there. We can talk about the preseason side of it here in a minute, um, but. But yeah, I'm out on Anthony Richardson big time. But Jordan Love has changed my mind a little bit. I'm much more optimistic about Jordan Love now than I was a month ago or, or before that. So um, if you were to ask me who should start week one, I would say absolutely go with Jordan Love over Anthony Richardson. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do a little bit of a recap on the preseason. Three preseason games are in the books every year. I actually get excited about preseason, not for fantasy football reasons, but for QB two reasons, uh, backup quarterback situations, young guys that are trying to earn a spot. Um, it'll help you down the road if there are injuries in fantasy football, but I'm more looking long-term. Also, I own a sports cards company. So investing in some of these guys, this is really the only look that we'll get um, for a lot of them. And and uh, so in terms of quarterbacks, there were two clear winners to me from uh, from the uh, quarterback two situation. Aiden O'Connell, rookie for the Las Vegas Raiders, phenomenal during preseason. And Drew Locke, the backup quarterback to Geno Smith. Um, who has one of the best receiving rooms in the league. So I hope nothing happens to Geno Smith um, or Jimmy G. But if they do, I think their quarterbacks really proved that they were solid in the preseason. Uh, they, both of those guys posted a QBR of at least 90 in all three games. Aiden O'Connell actually had uh, an 85.1 in his third game, but the others were fantastic. His average was over 90. He had 117 um in one of those games and the other one was pretty solid as well uh 127 that's like perfect um so in week two of preseason he went 11 for 18 with two touchdowns 127 passer rating um very impressed very impressed by Aiden O'Connell I actually wrote an article on um the Brothers and Cards blog uh and I had 10 preseason quarterbacks that I was going to watch um Aiden O'Connell was on that list so was Drew Locke and they both did fantastic I want to talk about Clayton Toon for a second have you heard the news about Clayton Toon? I have not. He's probably a week one starter uh, for the Cardinals. What's crazy is, uh, you know, again, I do my research. Going into the draft, I was a very high on Clayton Toon. Higher than anybody else that I saw. He played at Houston. Had a phenomenal four-year career there. Um, stud quarterback for uh, that, the, that the Cardinals ended up picking in like the fifth or sixth round. Um, they had obviously Kyler Murray, then they had Colt McCoy, then they had David Blau, who's actually a friend of brothers and cards. And, uh, and, and then they drafted Clayton Toon. So it was kind of like, what are they going to do? Well, then they trade for Josh Dobbs last yeah. week. And so it was like, what's going to happen? And they ended up cutting Colt McCoy and David Blau and not taking Kyler Murray off of the pup list. So he can't play for the first four weeks. So now the only quarterbacks that they have right now for the 53 man are, Clayton Toon and Josh Dobbs, who they just got last week, hasn't been part of the system at all. Um, so yeah, rookie Clayton Toon is going to be getting the getting the rock um, early on. Um, when I made that list of guys for my preseason to watch, Clayton Toon was number one for this very reason. Um, he, he didn't do great in preseason, but his last game he finished strong uh, with a ninety four QBR. Um, he was nine for twelve. You know, it's not 
knocking the doors off, but like I was impressed um, with just the fact that he's able to lock in that position and beat out some veteran guys uh, to, to get his shot. So good on Clayton Toon. Already he's looked great in practice. So there's that. Um, other winners that I see from preseason, Kyle Trask. Uh, Kyle Trask had uh, a couple games. He had one game where he had a QBR of um, 118 and then had one that was 89.7. So pretty close to getting 90 twice. Uh, you know, that, that competition seems pretty stiff between him and Baker Mayfield. I think they've given Baker the nod for week one. But uh, I was impressed with Kyle Trask. In preseason, guys, I was not impressed with uh, your boy, Anthony Richardson. Um, I'm sorry. I, he's actually got the QB1 nod, so he's not even a QB2 guy anymore. He, I put him on my list. I really expected to see them start with uh, Gardner Minshew, who did really well in preseason. Um, and then when that didn't work, kind of work Anthony Richardson. The one thing I will say about Anthony Richardson is he's their guy. He's their guy. The Colts are all in on Anthony Richardson. Um, you can tell the team is his team, and that's a big part of it. Um, so I'm excited for Anthony Richardson. Uh, as far as a passer, though, um, in the first week of preseason, uh, he he posted he completed seven of twelve passes with an interception, a 39 QBR, which was the worst out of every quarterback that I looked at. And then he didn't play in the second preseason game. Played in the third, um, was six of seventeen. That's rough. That's rough. Uh, a 50 QBR, which again was worse than all 10 of the backup quarterbacks that I was looking at. All right, Tyler, so go ahead. Defend defend your guy. Uh, I, I just think that, you know, it might be he, – he might take his lumps this first year, maybe even less than that. But I, I just truly believe that Shane Steichen is going to mold him into uh, a good quarterback. And – if he's not a good quarterback this year, I think that he will still do positive things for the offense, and that's I think that's the biggest factor here is Shane Steichen. The, the passing needs to come. I'll give you that, the 7 for 17 or whatever the heck it was. That's that's awful. Yeah. But I think that Steichen is going to put him in situations to succeed if he doesn't come out of the gate hot. Uh, I, do I think that he's going to be the best passer in the league? No, not by a long shot, but he is good. As far as fantasy goes, he's going to give us that rushing upside, and then anything that he does with his arm is just going to be a bonus. So maybe, at, like from a football perspective, he's you know he's not the guy we're looking for, but for fantasy, and that's what this show's about. I, I want Anthony Richardson. So that's fair enough. I mean, he's a playmaker. I think he's proven that. You know, um, I'm extremely like eleven. It was six to seventeen. Eleven plays got zero yards. You yeah. know, and then you're playing against backup defense, you know? So it's like, I don't know. It, it's concerning to me, but I will say, I think, I think it was Mike Tomlin um, that said this preseason is like sparring. Like you allow yourself to take more headshots and sparring. Like you, you know, you're, you're getting ready for a fight, but this is the part of the training process. It is not necessarily a clear indication of how things are going to go. And so, you know, I, I believe in Shane Steichen. Um, I, We'll see. We'll see. This year, I'm not expecting a blowout year. I'm hoping this year is a building block, like you said, to a better future for Anthony Richardson. I, I don't think the Colts are going to come out and show every single thing that they're going to do yeah. in, in the regular season. And yeah. I, I think that if you ask Anthony Richardson to be a in-the-pocket, um, you know, 
pocket passer. That's just not who he is. So yeah, I, I, I mean, I, if you told me right now, like, hey, week one, Anthony Richardson's going to throw twenty passes, like I'd I'd be excited about that offense. I'm you know I'm a throw, I'm a pass guy, right? You know I want to see it in the air, but um, like just based on what we have, if we can keep Jonathan Taylor around, that's that's a huge piece of it too. And then focus on the RPOs, the the run games, the high percentage throws, and um, set him up for success. I'm all about it, man. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. But okay, so Tyler, I want I want to hear from you. The preseason, who did you like? What did you see from preseason um, as far as skill players go? Some info we can take away that'll actually help us for our fantasy drafts coming up. Like, what did you see in preseason? Number one, I think that the Bears are for real, dude. I, yeah, I, I just have to throw that out there. Yeah, I I was like. Not a doubter, but just like, okay, can we make these moves worth it? And I truly believe that they're going to be the real deal. I think they'll compete for the division, maybe not win it. But the one thing that I want to talk about for fantasy is that these rookies, they are going to make an impact. And maybe not the rookies that you commonly think of, like Bijan and Jameer. But like if you dig into the tank a little bit deeper, I just said tank, and I'm going to talk about Tank Bigsby. You know, hey, he, He's backing up Travis Etienne, and – and if you look at Doug Peterson, he has always been a running back by committee. So I think Tank Bigsby, somebody late in your draft, is going to be worth taking a shot on because I think that's going to be a split backfield. And then you take a you, you look at a guy like uh, Kendra Miller for the Saints. You know, Kamara is is serving a suspension. They have Jamal Williams, but you know he he's somebody that he could make an impact. Um, and then. The, the last guy is Devin A-Chain. You know, if if the Dolphins don't go and get somebody, uh, he, is, he is in line for some work because the two guys that he has in front of him right now are, 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 are just simply Fragile old. old I mean, they're old. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? He's somebody that can make a difference. He, he is a little undersized, so I don't like that. But well, he's somebody they're going to try to develop, too. For sure. Yeah. And, and my point is simply take the shots on the rookies that you like because year after year after year, Rookies make an impact. They were drafted for a reason, and they're going to make an impact for their NFL team and for your fantasy teams. And I'm not saying, you know, go out and spend all your picks, but like those late round flyers, like we just had, like, yeah, Rasheed Rice, take some flyers on some rookies that you like. And if they if they're bust, then you just drop them. You know what I mean? Like take your shot on some rookies because they're gonna they're gonna be impactful. Sure, and I, no no rookies come to mind where I'm like, yeah, they really blew it in preseason. No, you Tank know? Bigsby was a stud yeah. in the preseason. Yeah. Um, you know, I saw what was it, Marvin Mims for Denver looked pretty good. I and mean, that, been high that, on him. that wide receiver room is getting a little empty. I hopefully Judy comes back quick, but uh, Marvin Mims, I saw somebody draft him in our league. I said, Good on you, good on you. This podcast is sponsored by Brothers and Cards. We are a sports cards company committed to glorifying God and loving others through the sports cards hobby. Whether you're trying to rip packs, join breaks, or add to your collection, we got you covered. Go follow us on Instagram at Brothers and Cards and check out our subscription box at brothersandcards.com. As of right now, when this podcast is launching, you have seven days to get your fantasy football draft in. Most likely, it's already scheduled and you're already counting it down. Uh, before we get to our final words here, before your draft, um, I want to give a couple shout-outs. Yeah, for sure. Justin Gilbert, my guy. Awesome. Made me feel so good. He messaged us and said, hey, I've listened to all your episodes. Um, I, I just drafted my team, and I submitted it, and I got an A-plus on my draft. Uh, awesome to hear. Um, glad, to, glad to know that what, we, what you're saying is 
taking effect. Also, shout out to my boy, Chad Singleton. Uh, he was in my wedding back in 2013, a fellow EMAT guy. Um, but he texted me uh, the results of his draft. And, oh, my gosh, I was, like, so amazed. But I'll have to show you his roster. I was like, Chad, you you killed this, bro. And he said he had the Week 15 podcast playing in the background while he was drafting. Just continuing the study grind. And I love that. I it's love so that. so rewarding. Dude. Yeah, I know, man. I was like, dude, that's that's awesome. I, I screenshotted it. We'll post it later. So, Chad, thank you. Um, you know, the draft is kind of the biggest impact uh, that a podcast can we have the biggest impact on the draft if you're listening to us. And then as the season goes on, you know, we're going to talk about waiver wires and guys to watch and, and you know, plays. Would you rather is going to be a big part of when the season starts. Um, but, yeah, you know, I mean, this week is the week, baby, for, for fantasy football players as we prepare for our final drafts. I've already done two of my five drafts, so I got three in the next week. I'm still, I, I still have three to go as well. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. So, Tyler, do you have any, like, final words of wisdom for the people here before they go into the final draft week. Yeah. Number one piece of advice is just build depth. Um, things happen there. This is a volatile game that we have chosen to play. Most likely your starters are not going to make it through clean and healthy. No. And, and you're not going to win. You're not going to win the league at the draft, but you can definitely lose it. So draft guys who you feel like their ADP is the floor, like we talked about in the previous episode. You don't want to draft guys at their ceiling because that's not a, a, a key to success. But you need to build depth because things happen. So that, that's my final word. Get get those running backs, get the receivers, build depth. I like it. You know, um, I, I know I broke our rule in our draft last night. You know, it's kind of being on the turn made it a little different. But um, I would say stick to the rule of when you look at the first five rounds, you can take a quarterback or you can take a tight end, but do not take both. Build the depth at running back. Build the depth at receiver um, because in that flex position is going to be the most fruitful if you've got a stud running back or a stud receiver in there. And in order to do that, that means you have to have three really good ones at that position. Um, so build depth. Focus on your running backs and receivers. Take the quarterback late if you can. If you if you can have be disciplined to do that. Um and then the other, the other just final words of wisdom I would say before the season starts is know that you're going to be able to make some waiver wire moves. So when you get to the end of your draft, take those flyers and the guys that your gut is intrigued by. Like for me, it was Rasheed Rice. Um, you know, he's like wide receiver three, wide receiver four in Kansas City, but he's got the best quarterback in the league on his team. So um, he was a guy I want to take late. You know what? If he's not getting any reps and I'm ready to make a waiver wire move week two, week three, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to cut him, you know. Um, but you know, I also know that there could be injuries involved by that point already to, for me to wake up, make a waiver wire move. Um, but yeah, just don't, don't think your job is done, uh, here with the draft. Uh, yeah, I think, I think, I think what you said, build depth, um, use your picks wisely at the end, but also know that you, you're going to have to make some waiver wire moves. The team that you drafted is not the team that wins you the championship. Fact, fun, 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 fun fact, fun fact, fun, fun fact, fact, fun facts, fun facts. My fun fact is um, has to do with your business, Johnny. Um, you know, you uh, you own your own business, a sports card, a uh, collection, and you know, a box service. You kind of got me 
back into cards and actually now that I think about it got me started on cards at your birthday parties you know <laughs> back in the day baby but my my fun fact is that I have a very nice Hank Aaron vintage baseball collection so thank you for relighting the fire of uh, sports cards and I have given that to my son I think it was about maybe 3 or 4 years ago you kind of got me started back in on it and now we get to display our beautiful Hank Aaron collection. So I love it, dude. Henry, your son Henry, yep. named after Hank Aaron. Named after Hank Aaron. And uh, every time he gets a card and he comes and shows me, it cracks me up because he's like, this is Hank Aaron. And I'm like, dude, who won the World Series last year? Not anymore, <laughs> right. but for a while. I was like, Henry, who won the World Series? The Braves. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Uh, my fun fact for today is that my wife is Cherokee Indian, and uh, which means that my two little – Blonde-haired, blue-eyed boys are also Cherokee Indian. They look very much like I do. They, you would not be able to tell, but they have Indian cards. Um, so Kayla's family from Oklahoma that I mentioned uh, that came in for the family reunion um, are Cherokee. We actually went out there last year for the Cherokee holiday. Um, it's really, it's a really cool culture. It's really cool to be a part of all that. A um, lot of, a lot of heritage there, and uh, yeah, our boys love telling people that they're Cherokee Indian. And, um, they People think are like, they, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> they think they have like an edge on life because they're Cherokee Indian, and it's 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 awesome. But no, definitely, it's always cool when when we get together with them and a lot to learn from them. Um, good stuff. Uh, well, guys, hey, thank you for listening to today's episodes and all the other episodes. We hope that we've helped you with your draft. We've hope that you we've helped you uh, kind of make decisions when you got it narrowed down to a couple guys. I hope that your playoff picture. Looks good. Um, I'm really excited about my week 15, 16, 17 schedule with the two teams I've already drafted. Uh, League two we're of the coming week 15 for podcast. You. Yeah, dude, we're not. We're not. We're coming to, for you. We're not trying to leave any room, dog. No, we we both had teams ranked in the top five uh, after the draft, so you guys are gonna have to figure it out because if no cake walks over here. Um, League two of the week 15 podcast fantasy leagues will draft on September fifth. Fifth. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. September fifth. So that's next week. That's cutting it close, but I like it like that too. So uh, hopefully we'll know where Jonathan Taylor's going by yeah, then. We'll have all the information by yeah. then. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. God bless.